Welcome to the virtual stage of Berwick Black Box Theater. We are thrilled to gather under the dimmed lights of your living room, office, kitchen, or car to embark on a captivating journey into the world of audio storytelling. In a departure from the traditional stage productions, we are delighted to present our inaugural radio drama or podcast. Tonight, our stage is not confined by physical boundaries. Instead, it extends beyond walls into the realm of imagination. Through the magic of sound, we invite you to join us on an auditory adventure where every word, sigh, cough, or echo is a proclamation that theater can be enjoyed anywhere by any person. You just need to open your mind. It is our plan to offer a monthly installment that will capture different characters living through the holidays. The year-long piece is titled A Year of Tears and Laughter. And our first installment focuses on New Year's Eve and is titled Resolutions and Revelations. Allow us to introduce the talented individuals who bring this auditory piece to life, our remarkable cast. Their voices will transport you to this intimate New Year's Eve celebration where they reveal their stories to each other and to you, the audience. Crystal Commutis, already a seasoned veteran of Berwick Black Box, plays Ruby, our host and de facto mother figure of the group. Ray, her husband, is played by Crystal's actual husband, John Commutis, who is making his debut along with the rest of the cast to Berwick Black Box Theater. Joy, who may be the oldest character but is truly young at heart, is played by Dory Tipler. Dory, who has been a devoted volunteer with Berwick Black Box, is stepping into her first acting role. Chloe is the quiet and calm one of the group and is played by Cordy Hostler, who stepped into this role while visiting Berwick from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Stacy is the youngest character and is played by Harmony Long. Harmony has experience with theater and is a great addition to Berwick Black Box. Pat has a fun personality and enjoys egging Stacy on. Pat is played by Renee Hostler, who has finally stepped into a role after many years of watching their mother and sisters on stage. As we embark on this innovative venture, we encourage you to close your eyes, open your hearts, and let the power of storytelling envelop you. The Berwick Black Box Theater proudly presents the celebration of the spoken word, a feast for the ears, and a testament to the limitless possibilities of artistic expression. Thank you to the cast for opening up your schedule to make this work and for entrusting me, the director, to make you sound good. We also want to thank our supporters and the audience for joining us on this extraordinary journey. May the echoes of tonight's performance linger in your minds like a cherished melody. Enjoy the show. No fair. I was forced to pair with Pat, and they don't even know what they're doing. Now, wait a minute. You were all excited an hour ago to have me as your partner. There are no take-backs here. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Every year with you two, it never matters which game we choose. You partner up, and when you lose so, so badly, you blame each other. It's almost like a New Year's Eve tradition. I personally look forward to your dysfunction. It never fails to bring a smile to my face whenever I think back on it. So thank you. At least Pat and I are consistent. At least I know how to pick my partner. We've been steamrolling you all at cribbage for the last five years. That's right. We've become undefeatable. It's because you cheat. Always making side comments addressed to the ceiling, slyly giving hints. I'm on to you both. Between Pat and Stacey's ineptitude and Ruby and Ray's devious ploys, it is a wonder Joy and I can even get a win in every so often. Enough cribbage. What game is next? I think Stacy and I can win at something else. Anything else besides cribbage? Is Uno more your speed or perhaps go fish? They lost at go fish last year! <laughs> <laughs> 
because Ruby cheated and kept all the matches for herself. How do you cheat at Go Fish? Secondly, how do you lose so badly at Go Fish? It's a children's game. Two words. Chocolate martinis. Uh, <laughs> oh, they, uh, I'm just thinking about the strawberry ones are actually better. Okay, okay. Quiet down. Silence! Always have to use my teacher's voice with you guys. It's almost midnight. Time to continue the tradition of sharing our resolution from last year and picking a new one for this year. Who wants to go first? All your years of teaching and you still expect your students to volunteer to go first? Maybe it's time to retire. I'm only 40. I know I'm older than most of you, but I'm not ready to retire. Yet. It must be nice being so close, though. I am the oldest here, so I just want to impart my wise advice in the form of some old cliches. <clears throat> Age is just a number, and you're only as old as you feel. Do you feel better, Ruby? <laughs> not really. Joy, you miss some. How about, you're not getting older, only better, or 70 is the new 40? I just had a brilliant idea for a resolution for you, Joy. Go ahead, spill it. No more cliches going into the new year. You will finally have to accept your age. I will not. Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, crew. As Ray has pointed out, I am the teacher in the group, so I will employ a teacher cliché. I will volunteer you the order which you'll present your resolution recap to the group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Miss T, I haven't prepared for today. Can I go tomorrow? Oh, how about this one? My hamster Stevie used my resolution as extra bedding, so I don't have it anymore. I can top that. I was preparing my resolution outside when a gust of wind blew and took it up and away. I have heard them all. No excuses will be accepted. Stacy, since you and Pat lost at cribbage, it will be one of you. How are you going to decide? No goes. There is only one mature way to handle this problem. Hobbit, elf, orc. What? Hobbit, elf, orc. The cool person's rock, paper, scissors, of course. Orc beats hobbit, elf beats orc, and hobbit beats elf. I didn't know you were a Lord of the Rings fan. Me too! Just like class, always distracting us from the actual task we are trying to accomplish. I think you guys would make great teenagers. I think it should be a race around the block in the snow, without our jackets or boots. That decides. This decision will take all night. I will just go. It really does stink sometimes when I have to play the part of the mature adult. What was the assignment again, Pete? <laughs> oh boy. Reflection on last year's resolution, followed by this year's proclamation of a new one. Well, as you all know, because every single one of you was here last year, I promised to do more volunteer work. Oh, that's right. You're talking about volunteering through Girl Scouts or with the library program, right? That's where I thought I would be most useful, but when I looked into it, they were looking for younger people to inspire the children. I was disappointed and about ready to give up. But you know the saying, right? What are you talking about, Ray? Never give up, never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what did you do next? I asked around, and the only place that was looking for dependable volunteers was the animal shelter. But, Joy, you hate animals. I don't hate them. I just don't like the shedding, the mess they make, the smell, and all the extra stuff that comes with them. Joy, you ran a daycare. 
If you've dealt with a gaggle of gooey and giggling children, you can handle your way around animals. There's not really much of a difference. I have avoided animals all of my life up until this point, so I wasn't enthusiastic about bearing from that path. So you broke your resolution? <gasps> Stacy, I would never. I decided to see what it entailed and give it a try. So I marched into that smelling, noisy shelter and announced that I, Joy the Brave and Wise, was here to volunteer. They didn't seem impressed. Really? Just like that? Well, a little less like that. Anyway, the teenager at the desk just handed me a vest and a leash and pushed me into the puppy room. Not the puppies! The puppies! I was immediately full of regret about my decision, but I'm not a quitter. What did you do? I walked every last one of those puppies. I talked to them, I played with them, and I... And you what? I may have adopted one. <gasps> How exactly do you go from disliking animals to adopting a puppy? It sort of happened. Paul always wanted a dog, and I never allowed it. When I looked at those puppies, all I could think about was Paul. He wouldn't have wanted me to live out the rest of my time on this earth all alone. We never had children, and when he was taken from me so suddenly, I found myself exactly that, alone. As soon as we gathered down in the church basement together and found our common connection, we also found a place of acceptance and togetherness. Being a member of the grief support group started this friendship. We may have moved around a bit since we started our journey together, but we still have this every year to look forward to. Joy, you are never alone. We're here for you. When my parents passed, I turned to all the wrong things to try and forget them and the accident. It wasn't until I stumbled my way, literally, into the grief support group that I started pulling myself back together. Stacy, we were destined to be partners. When you stumbled in and fell into my lap, I smiled for the first time since my sister committed suicide. You remind me so much of her. Our friendship may be unconventional, but we all met out of grief and turned our sadness into lifelong friendships. When Ray and I lost our son, we were not sure how to move on without him, and how to move on with each other. Your compassion saved us and our marriage. I'm so happy to be here, continuing the healing process with you all. I never even got to meet my birth mother before she passed, but I'm still grieving that relationship. I found out who she was only days after she died of cancer, all alone. I could have been there for her, but it was not meant to be. This group helped me deal with that initial loss and all the other complexities that have followed since. So, Joy. Back to the puppy. What did you name it? <laughs> Paul, of course. Oh, no, that's perfect. So, I would say your resolution was more than a success. What's your goal this year? Paul and I are working towards becoming therapy certified. So my new resolution will be to continue this new relationship with Paul and volunteer as a therapy team. I miss working with children, so we want to volunteer on the children's ward at the hospital. That is so inspiring. I think Pat should go next. You can't just volunteer me. It wasn't even your turn. Joy picks. I'm not getting in between you two again. You two are incorrigible sometimes. I am feeling inspired by Joy, so I will volunteer to go next. Pat and Stacy, you get a reprieve. Always the peacekeeper. Always. That is a good start for my summary. Last year was especially hard on us, as that would have been Stephen's senior year. Some of these milestones hit harder than others, and I was struggling. I wanted to honor Stephen's memory in some way, and when we met last year, my resolution was to raise money to offer a small scholarship to one of Stephen's classmates. That's right. Stephen was 12 when he died, correct? Correct. He loved singing and dancing. He was always entertaining us. Impromptu shows and skits. 
I wanted to offer the scholarship to a student of the arts, someone who had the same passion for performance as he did. The only problem was that I needed a way to raise some money in his honor. Ray and I just didn't have it laying around. So, I had a great idea. Correction, I had the idea, and you had the support and vision. Ray reminded me that I am so much more than an amazing teacher. I love to bake. Pies, cookies, cakes, and so much more. He encouraged me to sell my bakes. So I started small and quickly became a small town name. I made it through Valentine's and Easter with enough profit to offer a $2,000 scholarship in Stephen's name. That's <gasps> awesome. That's amazing. I'm sure that the student that received it was so excited. Oh, they were. They had to write an essay about what the arts meant to them, and they talked about their sixth grade production. It just so happened that Stephen was in the show. It was his last show, actually. <clears throat> oh my, did he remember Stephen? No, he didn't. But he mentioned Stephen in his essay, sort of. He talked about how it was his first time doing anything like this. He was nervous, scared, and a little embarrassed. Another student, Stephen as it turns out, came up to him and encouraged him. It was because of this encouragement and this production that he continued doing theater and developing his artistic side. He thanks this unknown student for offering the kindness and encouragement he needed to begin the amazing journey. Oh, Ruby. It is, if it was meant to be, you certainly accomplished your resolution. So, how do you plan on topping it this year? Well, we're a combo deal here. Our New Year's resolution is to, drumroll please, find a way to offer this scholarship every year. But how can you do that? That's a lot of extra work for you. We already have enough to offer double the amount this coming year. We have talked to the schools and the Area Arts Association. Everyone is on board to help us. We'll be creating a scholarship foundation in Stephen's name and help others embrace self-expression the same way Stephen did. Well, Pat, I don't know if you can top that. It's a shame you have to go next. I wouldn't want to follow. Don't worry, Pat. I'll take a bullet like that for you any day. So, let me think. Last year, I was really into self-acceptance. As you all know, losing my birth mother sent me down the path of not feeling like what I had was enough. I wanted to know where I came from, what path I would be on if I wasn't adopted. When we first met, hon, you were not in a good place. You put so much effort into finding your birth mother, you became estranged from your adopted family. I know that took a toll on you, but you started putting the pieces back together. Last year, you were doing so good. I was glad that last year my adopted family came to the understanding that I loved them, but I needed to know more about my birth family too. So my resolution last year was to stop searching for information about my birth mother and father, and I was going to accept myself for who I was raised to be by the family that actually raised me. Seems pretty easy, really. So what happened? It started out really good. I entered the new year focusing on myself. I started out counseling, I joined a gym, and I started going back to my parents' house for Friday night dinner. Sounds like a solid start, but there is something in your tone that tells me it didn't go as expected. It is okay to stumble along the way. Group should have instilled that idea onto all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, it started with the letter that I received in March. It was from someone claiming to be my sister. I didn't even know what to think. I was afraid. What were you scared of? By the time I received the letter, it, I had been three months strong at rebuilding some of the family relationships I had damaged from my relentless search for my birth family. Now I have a hurdle that I need to deal with. If I ignore it, I'm ignoring a part of where I came from. But if I respond, I'm rejecting my true family. Sounds like a classic crossroads situation. Huh? 
How about it, Peach? Peach this young one what it means to be at a crossroads. Chloe, it sounds like you have reached an important stage in your healing and rebuilding where your relationships could go one way, favorably, or another, unfavorably. What did you do? How did you handle this? So I was freaking out about it. I was too scared to bring the subject up to my family, but they could see that something was wrong. Mothers know, even mothers without children of their own. That's just what happened. My mother knew. She took me out to dinner at my favorite burger joint. It was just the way she looked at me. I knew it was time to tell her. I unloaded all the guilt, the fear, and the longing I had over the two families. I internalized so much, and when I finally talked to her honestly, she could see how their pushback against me wanting to know had really hurt me. She encouraged me to break my resolution and follow this lead to whatever was waiting on the other end. You have to let us know what happened. You can't just leave us hanging like this. Well, that leads me to my new resolution. I want to save up enough vacation and money to visit my new sister in England. She's invited me to meet her family, including my two nieces. Oh, oh, that's awesome. awesome. Ladies and gentlefolks, we have our first loser of the night. I think you have that a little wrong, as you and Pat have been losing all night. Hey, low blow. It is true, but the wounds are still fresh. Sorry, Pat. I gladly accept the resolution, loser, as I've also gained so much more. Well, guys, it is down to you two. It is time to decide who goes next and who goes last. And no races, games, or other time-wasting shenanigans. Who will the winner be? My resolution this past year was to find a roommate to split the cost of to my become more apartment. independent and I've move out of my brother's house. He has helped me the last few years by taking his baby failed. sister in, I just but I wanted to put money towards my own yet. home instead I of his. I appreciate the generosity, the city, and I but I wanted my own place. I didn't manage to complete my resolution, though, so I am a twice-crowned loser tonight. I hate to state the obvious, but there are still ten minutes left of this year. You both could be winners if you can manage to see what all of us can see so clearly. Stacy, you have always been envious of Pat for having an apartment in the city. A rent-controlled apartment, I might add. Pat, Stacy, what will it be? Losers or winners? Can, can I move in with you? you? Yes! Well done, guys. <laughs> but you have one more part of your assignment to complete. And what is that? What is your new resolution? Easy. Now I need to find love. How is finding love easier than affording an apartment? Because I will enter the new year already being a winner because I have found all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Happy New Year! Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the production. Special thanks to director Crystal Hosler and sound technician Emily Schaefer. If you would like to be part of our next installment, follow us on Facebook or email us at berwickblackbox at gmail.com.